was crowned a king Felt the wind underneath my wing I've been high and I've been low Played the fool in the star of the show Gone along for a wild ride And I can say looking in your eyes That it all would have been a waste But I found you on the way What's going on everybody? Hashtag our comedy podcast episode 73 73 are we went 72 episodes in the united states and now we're <laughs> fucking hashing out motherfucking international prestige worldwide what a, what a good little edit you did the other day by the way thank you and that was a great little uh like uh hey pay attention to what's coming because we got ourselves a guest this week bitches well i did like that picture <laughs> that was yeah. a good picture well i thought prestige worldwide and you know fucking here we are that was really great. I'll give you. Uh, I'll give you the opportunity to introduce who uh, our guest this week, um, since it's coming via phone call, via international phone call, uh, via international. This came from uh, plus forty four seven seven five nine four seven zero four four nine eight six seven five four zero. Wait, what's the eight six seven five three zero nine three zero nine? Okay. Uh, I thought it was bill collectors just getting really fucking crafty, and I'm like, there's nobody <laughs> looking for my car payment from Ireland. Or uh, there, maybe. Like, I answer, and they're like, this line's being recorded. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. So, <laughs> we have... Am I meant to be talking? Oh, you're meant to be talking whenever you want, James, but our guest this oh, week shit, is... Oh, shit, I saw... <laughs> <laughs> our guest this week is James McKegney. Is that am I saying I that right, James? Five is that to wit, or five is just being really awkward and quiet there? I couldn't tell. Mostly awkward. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Fucking love you. <laughs> I love listening to you two interact. It's very, so it's very loving and well, slightly sexual. We love each other, and we love you, and this like- could all be sexual, emotionally. <laughs> Of course. That's what I've been lacking my entire life was a good emotional, sexual, sexless relationship yeah. from somebody across the pond. Oh, my God. Well, you've got me right here, bro. <laughs> James, so uh, the first thing I want to note is I was like, yeah, we'll do it at 7. And I was like, I think there's a five-hour difference. So I'm at work today. I get a call from James at 2, and he goes, we're doing this. I go, yeah, I go, definitely. I'm like, definitely make sure you have some drinks and just be yourself. It's going to be super fun. He goes, well, it's seven here. And I go, oh, no, no, no. Seven Eastern time. I'm like 12 <laughs> o'clock there. He goes, oh, fuck. I guess I'm going to go to the cinemas. <laughs> so he went to. Yes. So what happened there? What happened there was exactly as you said it. But I've been, um, I started drinking an hour before seven. So I've. <laughs> Been drinking now for over six hours. <laughs> Which let the people know James is a hundred percent Irish. I'm fifty percent. That ain't shit. That's a pregame. <laughs> that's just a, that's oh, just so it's Friday. Again to feel t- you know. Well, that's good. We got you on the we want you in raw form, James. <laughs> James, first thing I, I gotta say is uh it's, I wanna say, hey, thanks for coming on and uh I'm I'm PJ, I'm the better looking of the two who uh do this whole podcast thing. Yeah, if you uh, like short Spanish people with tiny hands. Listen, that's, uh, <laughs> the fact the fact the fact that me and James have hair means we already got something in common. He has good hair. We've got quite a bit of hair, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Taylor, Taylor doesn't know what that game's like. Well, but, I uh, knew I was born with hair. Never hair like this, though. Actually, no, I wasn't born with hair. I was born bald, and now I've re-embraced my life. Exactly. <laughs> um, but but James, I do want to say I tell everybody if there's one accent I can have in this world. 
And uh, oddly enough, my wife said, when I said we have a guy, a comedian uh, calling in from Ireland, she's first thing she says is, does he have a good accent? Because you, you're, the accent you have right now has got to be one of the best fucking things in the world. Are you, are you for real? I, 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 I swear I think, to God. I think it's, a, to me, I feel it doesn't sound very uh, authentic Irish because there's, there's this accent and then there's the classic fucking Irish accent like this, you know, like fucking down south Irish. Is it, well, like there's a couple of different, everywhere in Ireland, there's that many different accents. I feel mine isn't authentic. Oh, I mean, I like it. I have, I have a, I have a client who I, I cut his hair. His name's Barney. He was actually born in Ireland. He uh, plays like fifteen different instruments. He's in. He's a, a big purple dinosaur. <laughs> but he's musically talented as all fuck. <laughs> no, but he has a. He he's uh he makes Irish jewelry locally here in Massachusetts, and he's a incredible uh, uh uh musician. But his accent is very similar to yours. So I'm curious, is that how it works? Like, if you're from different parts of Ireland, your accents sound differently. PJ, is that a real fucking yeah. question? I don't know. Is it that no, much that's, different? That's a, that's a very good question because literally every, almost every town, and this is like even half an hour a drive between each town, you will find a different accent in such close proximity. It's it's actually crazy. Exactly. So half an hour. I mean, that's that's like saying Chickabee and Palmer talk differently. Yes, but think about this. Think about this. We're in Western Mass. We're in the western part of the state, James. So we're like near the mountains. You drive yeah. to Worcester and they fucking talk like this. And then you drive to Boston and they're fucking from Southie, kid. Mm-hmm. Like every fucking movie you've I ever get it. seen. I get it. But I mean, for him to drive 30 minutes and already see a difference, Worcester's at least 45. Oh, that's true. That's a good 45 minute haul. <laughs> <laughs> to, to be like, nah, I ain't fucking with them over there. Fuck that shit. James, what kind of whiskey are you drinking today? Man, I'm I'm drinking Jameson whiskey. Perfect. Jameson Irish whiskey. It's it's gorgeous. What are you doing? Oh, I've got a uh, strawberry smirnoff nips. I, a classic me, strawberry smirnoff. Taylor's, Taylor's drinking vodka. I'm just having a good old fashioned Bud Light right now. I mean, if I um if I had time, probably would have started drinking. But after I got out of work, I hurry up, I go home to get ready for this, grab my shit, head on over here, and uh, yeah, fucking, it's all about something. It's all about some. So where, some where are you located at, James? Uh, I'm I'm located in a this this may mean nothing nothing to you guys. I'm located located in Mahara. It's County Derry. Oh, Northern County Ireland. Derry. Yes. Uh, my girlfriend's grandfather's from Derry. For it. Oh, you said O'Neill, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh no, that's my grandmother. So I mean, I am fifty percent. I'm fifty percent Irish. I don't want to take a DNA and me test because I don't want them to tell me I'm like 30%. I'll be <laughs> fucking pissed. But my girlfriend's 100% Irish and her grandfather visits County Derry all the time. But he also loves County Kerry. <laughs> Kerry? That's, yeah, it's, it's a bit of a distance away, but it's, it's lovely. It's a, oh, it's a nice place. <laughs> I, um... So, so the thing with me is my name. You know, people call me. I'm I go by PJ, but my name is Patrick John. That and so the instant is right away. People are like, "Oh, you got to be Irish." But what they don't realize is my grandfather was from Ecuador in South America, and he was Patricio. But when he came to America, he changed it over to Patrick Poser to get jobs. And um. But I mean, I have some. I mean, I'm not. He changed it to get jobs. Yeah. yeah. What the empanada business was it booming? <laughs> not yet. There was no food trucks back in the fucking 
60s. There's cornfields. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not, in New York, not in New York City. <laughs> <laughs> I always tell him I always tell him PJ stands for piece of shit Johnson. There's <laughs> about my vodka on my phone. <laughs> Sorry, I'm also drinking vodka. Oh, <laughs> that, hey, I told you it's an Irish thing. Vodka would we'll just drink anything? Well, potatoes. Potato. Why do you think I love vodka so much? <laughs> Gasoline, it's all there. Yeah, we're here. Uh, so, yeah. James, how long have you been doing comedy for? I've been doing comedy now for just about two years. Oh, that's killer. And that's, that's it, two years. You have I'm a decent newbie. following, though. Yeah, we did, we did this, uh, right, okay, so we kind of got in. There's a, there's a comedy scene in Belfast that was, for the past 10 years has been slowly building and there's a few comedians like a guy Colin Geddes and Shane Todd these are like a few of the they would be like the big guys around Belfast and they they brought this they kind of built this scene they got huge success and then there was almost like a small comedy boom where me and a small group of other guys and girls got into it just I don't know, it seemed to be just, we got into it at the perfect time when, like, the city really started, like, embracing comedy even more. So loads of gigs started springing up, and it was just, it was it was just good timing, I feel. Um, it, I'm not sure how it is over there, but over here, we have, we have, um, uh, we have these random places and clubs that have different uh, open mics. Is it similar over there? Like, do you have... Uh, places popping up, having open mics for people given the opportunity to go on stage, or is it all like who you know with shows and stuff? Right. Okay. So in Belfast, there's like one open mic club. That's and I, I there's one main open mic club, and you go there and you do it for your first couple of gigs, and from there you're flying, and they just you'll start getting booked in rooms, unpaid gigs, obviously. People will give it like it's very like the the scene is very um welcoming to new comics. Like big rooms will give a brand new comic like five minutes here and there, like all over the place just to help help the guys out or whoever's coming on. So it's like it's a good community of people doing comedy. So it's 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 uh, I don't know, it's, it's it's just it's just a good group of ones doing comedy though. They're really welcoming to new people. So That's awesome. Yeah. When I when yeah. I got my first start, I did uh, I was doing my first start was on a show actually, and there was like eighty five people, and luckily I didn't bomb my tits clean off. <laughs> but <laughs> you did or you didn't? I didn't. I did. I did okay, but I've been kind of oh, slacking pardon? at it. Like I I've done. I've only done fucking ten months. Yeah, uh, James. I mean, he, this guy needs some fucking kick in the ass. He needs some motivation to get out there and do more. To do more mics and do more shows because I think you've only done one this year. Yeah, I'm a lazy prick. Uh, okay. What uh, what what do you what do you feel is stopping you from from doing more? Ah, just alcohol, really. <laughs> no, it's a it's, <laughs> motivation. It's killer. all himself. He's got the time. Nobody's actually got more time than him. I got tons of time. But uh, he I got just... oregano, <laughs> barley, <laughs> all the spices. You know what I gotta um, do is I gotta just book for him. <laughs> I mean, I got I got four or five minute bits written out. I performed all of them except my new one. 
Uh, it's about finding out my girlfriend's married to someone from Africa. Uh, <laughs> that one's coming soon to a theater near you. But <laughs> I, uh, I just got to get out and hit more open mics. I really got to practice a couple five minuters, and oh, I'll call it a fiver. The way, the way uh, I feel like, um, for me personally, you just the more you do it, the the less. You know, did you ever get like the anxiety before you go up? Oh, hundred percent. I feel like the my more, stomach's about to shit out of my dick. Yeah, <laughs> fucking, it's terrible. But, but the more, the more shows it. I find you do in a row, it's almost like building momentum. So the more shows you do in a row, that that like slowly dissipates, and eventually you'll like be on this. You'll feel like you're like uh, the momentum will build and each show will become easier. And you'll start to enjoy it. Is what I'm trying to say. I think so. I want to mention how I met James. I met James through Llama, through Matt Lamed. Okay. And uh, well, not met James. I've never met James. <laughs> I know what he looks like. I know what he sounds like. I know. I know he's uncircumcised. But I've never <laughs> met him. Indeed. And uh, it, it's a good <laughs> circumcision too. <laughs> <laughs> Our uh, across the pond we call it a good cirque a good cirque uh, but no uh, we started following each other and uh, months back I asked him I was like do you want to come on he said oh fuck I'd love to and I was like hell yes yeah. so we finally coordinated it but shout out to Matt Lama for that but every post James posts is fucking hilarious and all the dumb shit I post he likes so I like him that's <laughs> <laughs> Like what you're putting out there. Now, um, out there, I mean, the the way it's going on out here is social media is key. Is it any different over there? I mean, everything you post, you want people to come to your shows. The free advertisement it's of not Facebook, North Korea, PJ. Well, no, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> you know, here it's all about Facebook, Facebook, Facebook to get your friends to come to shows. You know. Oh yeah, it's exactly the same. It's uh, like it's not, social media is key. Well, speaking of social media, James, where can people find you? Because we want our listeners over here to be able to find you. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at James McKegney, Facebook at James McKegney. I have Twitter at James McKegney, but I never use it. So I don't use don't Twitter either. Twitter. James, Twitter, Twitter is the place to be, yeah. bro. I, I love hug. Twitter. That's how I've connected with a lot of other bigger names that I don't think I've ever would have ever had contact with if it wasn't for Twitter. And by bigger names, he just means people with really long names. That's not true. <laughs> Dwayne The Rock Johnson actually retweeted me once. Yeah, he said, you're you that's suck. Good. That's really good. Yo, Taylor don't what? realize, Taylor, he don't fucking do any of the social media for this. So um, he barely, he, he just likes his own social media. He's a very selfish social media guy. I am. I am. Fair. <laughs> I, I respect that. Uh, how do you, how do you spell McKegney? M C K E G N E Y. Well, you guys go out there and follow this motherfucker. Real quick, he's funny. I just got to tell you guys this. I just went on. I, I I sent James a friend request, and it says under jobs, former dildo polisher. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I think it means. I, I think I wrote dildo. that when I was like fourteen. So if I was a dildo polisher, it would, it would be, uh, I would, it would be very dubious that a 14 year old was doing that. So. I'm not going to lie with the amount of dildos that women use though. I think that could be a lucrative business. It would be. They don't want to polish their own dildo. Exactly. I mean, they want to polish their dildo, but not the right way. 
Nothing more than a woman likes in a well-polished dildo collection. As <laughs> I've, I believe so, anyway. You've got a niche. <laughs> You've got an itch for that niche. At a young age, you realized. Yeah, at a young age, you realized that you were going to polish some dildos. I like. I like at fourteen. He knew shit that I think would be funny at thirty-two. Yeah, I'm laughing. Sure of the sex world as a child. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you want to? We'll hop into the podcast. Yeah, we'll hop into some stuff because I. But before we do go into the first one, we're going to get into this uh, a, a segment we created really just for you. But um, the, I, I'll, you, I'll get it. I'll you get mentioned it. something about I, I thought about it today. But yes, yes, you, you you mentioned something about those accents changing, and I got to ask, like, I, since the rise of Conor McGregor, everybody, I mean, the 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 word "fook" is everywhere now. Oh, fooking, fooking a. Who the fook? That guy. Say to that. Uh, hold on, that was James. awesome. By the way, <laughs> that was awesome. James, what's your American accent? I want to hear that. Uh, give me, give me a sense. Uh, hi. I, I can do a really good Boston. I think. All right, all right. Well, yeah, there's uh, nothing better see, than give it to us. Or, the, the departed. Or how about I'll do an I'll do this accent. And you tell me where where it is from. Okay. I don't know where it's from. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. Uh. Give me something to say. Uh, corn is only 10 cents a pound around these parts. <laughs> hey, you see fucking corn, right? You know corn? It's only 10 fucking cents a pound around these parts. Okay, I don't know if What's that's that? Minnesota or North Carolina. I feel like you sound like Peter Griffin. It's <laughs> a little PG. <laughs> I like it. It's very family guy. I don't know where the section is from. To me, I... I me back here, me and my friends think it's a uh, gangster. But <laughs> is it? Back here, we all do this voice. We're like, hey, we're from America. We're like in Goodfellas. Yeah, like, but that's, uh, not, beer, that's not Goodfellas at all. Is beer it? pong so and fucking, <laughs> beer pong and fucking <laughs> fatty foods. <laughs> <laughs> we are just a bunch of fat assholes over here, but all right. So what I always struggle with is an Irish accent. And every time I try to do Irish, like it's in my blood, it's in my DNA, but I always accidentally go English or Australian. I can't hold it for longer than like 15 seconds. Yeah, the Australian thing that comes in, that ties very, yeah, I get English and Australian, they sound so different, but they blur when you try to do them. All right, give me a sentence, James. Uh, do you want to do it in Australian? No, I don't think so, mate. I'd like to do it in yours. Right, okay. Was that Irish? Was yeah, that, that wasn't that was Irish. Irish. I don't think that was no, Irish. That wasn't Irish. That was Australian. <laughs> I was like, that was That's way like, off. You're like, yeah, I'm, I'm, am I going to farm a potato or am I going to catch a fucking croc? You sounded like know. one of the Hemsworth brothers. No, was, I was doing that. I was doing Australian. Sound like give, Thor. Give me a sentence, I'll try in Irish. Oh, let me see. Okay, right. Say, um, oh, my, my, my bloody, I'm riddled with bloody STAs. That damn Killarney prostitute. I'm riddled with bloody STAs. Oh, fuck. I went Irish. Yeah, you went I mean, Australian. 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 You went Australian. And then you said bloody and immediately English popped in my head because bloody. All, all, all right. right. All right. Uh, fuck. 
You can't do it. I, yeah, hold on. <laughs> well, well we, we, we here at the STA. From Meat and Hose. From Meat and Hose with the STA. Well, here in Dublin, I got... I, I got the, from the start. I'll put the STD in Dublin. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so fucking bad. My grandma's rolling over in her grave right now. Then I caught an STD in Meat and House. I caught an STD in Meat and House. Yes. So I just want that sound bike. That's a that's an estate where I live, and I just want people to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I really did. James. All your friends are going to listen and, be, and hear that you say this. <laughs> well, it doesn't take Some much. Some guy from New room. England called an STA in Meeting House. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, can we also just, uh, let's just say fuck England? Just. Yeah, go for it. Fuck them. <laughs> just fuck them. I might have a little English in me, but I'm sad about it. What would be like Ireland's. Um, Ireland's rival, biggest rival, besides uh, other I- Irish people. Is that a real qu- England? They are people. Um, yeah, well, what do you mean, like, politically or, like, just... No, not politically. Just, like, you I'm see gonna, someone... I'm going to take a piss. You, guys you, so, you see someone in your town, or you see someone from a different country who's, like, you could just tell they're from that country. Because you got to think, you got your flutter Irish, with... Irish people love to fight. You see someone from a different school, and you want to... <laughs> They want to fight. That's, I mean, that makes sense then. Like, that, I, I come from a very uh, inner city where you walk on, you, you see the way someone looks at you weird. It's going to be on and people are going to want to fight you and, and be crazy. And I feel like there's similarities to, uh, like, the Irish do really well here because we have so many similarities to well, other countries we can't relate to the same way. You know, yeah, we have a similar uh, temperament and whatnot. Similar temperament. It's funny because that's how it all kind of connects. We're going to go off of the fact that we like to fight. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I'm done with my piss, James. I'm speaking on that. Uh, as a man who's never been in a, a fist fight, I'm usually there when people are fighting. I'm usually there trying to get people to hug and kiss. That's the type of drunk I am. Hey, James, I'll tell you this, but, I've never been in a fist fight either. We're a couple of pussies. No, well, uh, it's easy with no. the word. We, <laughs> well, we would rather promote innocence and happiness. I've been in a lot of fists. Promote fights. love. We're promoting love. With me old back. <laughs> I ain't fighting no more. <laughs> that's better. <laughs> yeah, that's not bad, right? Getting there? Much better. Well, you know it takes me a couple tries. <laughs> Just like to get me girl pregnant. So you just need to get the tongue warmed up. Yeah, just have to get, I had to warm the tongue up. I've been, I, I, I like to do voices, James, but, you know, it takes me a little while to figure them out. He was in the bathroom that doing was, his, his tongue manipulations. No, I was actually taking a piss, but in there I was moving my mouth around. Like, like I made no sound, but I was like, this is how you do it. That was quite impressive. Oh, well, look at that. Now I I am impressed. I'm impressed with you because you called me at two, and you're I I told you I said warm up, have some drinks, say whatever you want, have fun. I like how you gave him permission to drink. Uh, I didn't give it. I just told him. I said have some fucking drinks, James. He gave, the he gave you permission to like drink. He said, James, you should drink. It's like easy, bro. And he said, I've already been fucking doing it, pussy. <laughs> and I said, I I don't fight. <laughs> 
And he said, give me a fucking hug. <laughs> and we kissed. And then and we, we made out. Gordon. We did it on FaceTime. We both just kissed our phones. <laughs> That's the camera. <laughs> so I want to move into a segment that I told you about today at two. Which, by the way, I'm impressed at how held together you are because you've been drinking for a minute. I I started drinking at six, getting ready for this, and I'm like, well, I'm feeling it. Which, by me, is just feeling it, but most people will be blackout drunk <laughs> in a bathtub. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, I've had about five been... nips. Well, here, before we go on the segment, what age is the, the typical age for an American... To start drinking, like you know, obviously you have your your uh, legal drinking age, but being teenagers, like when when do you, when do you really start experimenting with the drinks? You want to take that first? Piece? Oh well, I'll I'll go with um for for what I experienced. It's hidden that probably I'd say a solid an average sixteen year old probably has tried alcohol at that point, but not heavy. Yeah, that that's pretty yeah, that's pretty similar. <laughs> You know, Taylor, he started drinking way... I was drinking of the womb. I came out with a strawberry spoon off. And they said, he's not crying because he's fucking blocked out drunk. <laughs> well, that's a better that. answer because I didn't want to sound bad. Yeah, but we, we we started drinking when we were roughly about 13. Which uh, is... No, it's pretty fucked. No, it's not. Oh, it was totally enjoyable and fun. It sounds dark now. But it was good at the time. I think all of Europe people drink younger. Yeah, I think you're right. It definitely feels like that. Well, also, Europe's been around a lot longer than America. The water is dirty, so you couldn't drink the water that much. <laughs> Jeez. No, that's real. That's history. I believe you, but calm down. This I is took a fucking an advanced history, history class in college, dude. A lot of times they'd give, like in France, for instance, the rivers were so dirty, they'd give up the kids wine. Well, this isn't Jeopardy, bitch. You don't got to go crazy. Uh, ironically, the pregnancy age in France is six. <laughs> no, I will say, though, Americans are good drinkers because I spent a year in Florida and Christ, they drank every day. James, I give you to tell you something immediately. Don't you ever judge America by Florida. <laughs> Those motherfuckers are tainting this country. Yeah, that place was wild. Well, the good thing is going to going coming here and going to Florida, you're gonna enjoy yourself. It's a it's a beautiful place though. Yeah, for a week. That's because we live in a cesspool, Massachusetts. Well, I'm just saying Florida hits our podcast once a week with news stories that are out of this fucking world. That's because they're enjoying the weather too much. Oh, that guy who ate the other guy's face was just really just, I had a good son, got a lot of vitamin D, I'm going to eat someone's face off. Well, that could have been. That's the Wednesday in Florida. Yeah, that could have been, that could have been Florida or it could have been your hometown, Taylor. So let's eat. Yeah, let's we're a mess. <laughs> well, all this talking about Florida makes me want to have a strawberry nip. And this podcast has been brought to you by Tato's. James, I got to tell you, I don't know where Taylor became got this whole strawberry thing. I think it's a very odd flavor to just fall in love with the way he has. What is it, strawberry? Strawberry Smirnoff? Yeah. yeah. I, it's not a bad nip. It's just weird that he loves the, the – he doesn't switch it up. I never order the same thing twice anywhere I go, and Taylor's only drinking strawberry nips. Yeah, PJ means that with, with uh, partners too. It's never <laughs> the same. It could be a guy one night, a girl the next. We don't know. <laughs> the only flavor. Keep it, the only f- it up. Keep it nude. 
The only flavor he keeps consistent is of tiny little hands. He's never ordered large ones. <laughs> Yo, James is not from, from. Okay, you don't know what my hands look like. Allegedly, oh, has James. Small hands. Allegedly, allegedly, I got. Well, I'm looking at him right now. They're real tiny. He could do great. He could be a great mechanic, though. Get on, get on those little places. <laughs> I can't fit my. I'm trying to yeah, work on my I'm me, car. I'm a mechanic on on Lego cars. Here, <laughs> Matchbox cars. I'm changing the wheels. You're like you, your profession on Facebook is not like James's. Yours is Hot Wheel mechanic. <laughs> wheels. Hot Wheel mechanic and paper airplane expert. <laughs> so, James, the, the you found your lane. You found your lane. Listen, that's all that matters, okay? I found exactly where my comfort zone is. I like it. I like them tiny little hands. Make my dick feel real big. That's that's, that's not true. I thought it was sexual. I could tell. That's, I mean, <laughs> that's all. It's all rumor. That's all. I plead the fifth. That's hearsay. I plead the one, two, three, four. Feel. <laughs> um, I want to get to a segment I told James about earlier called what the fuck is he saying? And what? it's going to be, you're hitting us with Irish terms, and we have to know what the fuck you're saying, James. All right, let me, uh, let me get you some here. No easy ones, no low balls, no curve balls. I'm trying to think of something uh, that, that is hard to decipher. All right. I should have. I probably should have had this uh, prepared. I suppose. Yeah, oh, whatever. Fuck it. We're our, doing, our, we're doing our, it, baby. So our our random Taylor. Don't hit me with a Chucky R Law. I know what that one means. Yeah, do you know? Have you heard of uh, up the pillars? Off the pillars. Up the pillars. Off the I pillars. Uh, up the pillars. All right. What do you think, Peach? Uh, up, up the, the pillars. pillars. Um, I don't know. Uh, that sounds maybe like a strip club. All right. That's what you're Here, calling? just just for a soundbite, uh, can I just say like three, two, one, and then both of you at the same time just say up the pillars. <laughs> okay, <laughs> ready? Go ahead. Right. Let me let me think of something to we'll say. Go one after the other. Up. Give us our three, two, one. Um, right, I'll go. Uh, say up the pillars, up the ra. Up the pillars, up the ra. Up the pillars, right, up the okay. ra. You threw peelers. Perfect. Right. Three, two, one. Up the up peelers, peelers. Up, up the raw. Fantastic. <laughs> now, do you want? Do you want to know what I think? That'll make a it? lot of people. That'll make a lot of people in Ireland very happy. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> do, do you know what I think when I when I think up the peelers? Immediately, this I I can't be racist. I'm half Irish, but I think you're at a restaurant. There's a big potato dish that night, and there's not enough people peeling them. And they call, they call out, and they go, up the peelers. <laughs> up the peelers. We need more potato peelers in here. All right. We got to know what up this really peelers. is now. Well, up the Ra means uh, the Ra is a terrorist organization in Ireland. <laughs> IRA. I don't, the IRA. I mean, I'm going to hear up the Ra. Who are up the Ra? Yes, precisely. I know, and when you I... hear terrorism, you you would think we're against it, but we love it really. For some reason, we we love the IRA, so we say up the ra on a regular basis. You up can say it at any time. Uh, so James, at the end of a sentence, 
Oh, sorry. When your cheers and drinks up their ass. Ah, uh, I bring. I don't- I bring my girlfriend's grandfather to Irish festivals around Massachusetts. And mm-hmm. always they play, who uh up the raw, who uh up the raw. <laughs> and then I'm just fucking <laughs> in the background, fucking fist pumping. But okay, real quick. Yeah. What, what's up the pillars? Peelers. Oh, the pillars are the police. Okay. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> fuck the police. The police. <laughs> we were up way the raw. It's, it's, contra- <laughs> it's contradictive. Doesn't make sense, but it feels good. It feels good. Dude, at these Irish festivals, when they start playing music, I go fucking nuts. Like, I'm like, ooh, oh, up the raw. We played on Thanksgiving at Mick's grandfather's house. We play that fucking song. Really? Yeah. Dude, it's great. All right, you got got another one? Do you have have another one so we can... uh, I got to get kind of close. What does that... I'd say somebody come up to you and said, I've got a dose of the shit. Got a deuce of the shit? Easy. A dose of the a shit. A dose of the shit. A dose of the shits. Uh, yeah. Diarrhea. Diarrhea. Yeah, I'm going to yeah, shit my that was easy. I think that was you're easy. driving in a Chevy okay. and you feel something heavy. Diarrhea. <laughs> diarrhea. If you're sitting in the water and you feel something hotter, diarrhea. Remember those stupid songs? I haven't heard that in forever. <laughs> yeah, in middle school. Uh, maybe elementary. I'll tell you what. You know you know what uh, the worst nickname I ever had in elementary school was? My name is Taylor Peary, and kids call one kid, and it caught on. Fuck him. I don't remember his name, but f- I hope he's fucking dead. <laughs> <laughs> he called me Gaylor Who Query. Who did I, Taylor? He said Gaylor Query, and then I just said, you're stupid. Which back in the day, that was telling some of they were cocksuckers. That's true. You're, I just I looked at it and said, "You're stupid." You're stu- like staring at somebody and just calmly saying, "You're stupid." Is so hurtful. Imagine because it, it just it cuts them to the bone. <laughs> it, cut, it, cut, it cuts them to the bone. But imagine that. Yeah. Imagine as adults, dudes like I'm going to fight you. We're 32, PJ. Right. Someone says, like, fuck you, piece of shit. And I just look him dead in the eyes and go, you're stupid. <laughs> you're so stupid. Just, you then, that would, just I, looking I, at somebody and saying, you're a joke. <laughs> you are a joke. Your life is a joke. <laughs> that is brutal. Jesus Christ, and then James. Easy. I'm, yo, we just met. He's in bed that night, James. <laughs> <laughs> he's in bed that night, and he's just going, Hoo ha up the ha. <laughs> he's just so pissed. Like that's the only thing that can <laughs> get him out of it. Isn't it funny? Like if you think back to those insults when you're younger, now they actually cut deeper. Like uh, I'm not gonna lie, Gaylor Query for, <laughs> for I wanna meet that dude and be like, that was pretty damn good for elementary school. But even looking at someone like you said and going, You're so stupid. Your life's a joke. And just looking at someone and it doesn't hit them right away. They're in front of their friends. So they want to act tough. Yeah. And they go home. They're like, my life isn't a joke. Like, it's not a joke. It's not a joke at I'm all. I'm laughing. <laughs> I owe $5,000 <laughs> hey, on my car payment. It's like a deep one. It gets planted in their brain that they'll think about it later. It's psychological warfare. There's <laughs> water in the seed. Logical warfare. You, you Irish. All about the psychological warfare right there. Oh, trust me. That's why I always get the best of you. Just half of me. Though. That's why Meg. That's why Taylor's girlfriend always wins in all the arguments. Yeah, she plants hundred percent. I'm only fifty. 
She beats She's me. in your mind, yeah. She's in your mind, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. That's fucking I'm, awesome. I'm just telling you right now, I, I'm, I am way too obsessed with the Irish accent. It's one of my favorite. It's, it is my favorite accent. Seriously, I think it would get me laid with my wife way more if I was, if I just started, <laughs> if I just switched shit <laughs> up. Her, Let me eat that pussy. <laughs> that kitty cat. Yeah, you know what? We got you. I need, what is a good, like, What's a, like a, a dirty, like a sexy turn a on sexy phrase. Irish pickup line or something I can just wing her with? Hoo-ha up the rock. Right. <laughs> you, you, right yeah, yeah. If you want, if you want to say, if you want your wife, your Irish wife to, to absolutely, uh, fucking, uh, be wet. Or like her gash will be soaking. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> uh, just get the biggest blowjob that we've ever seen. He said to get her gash will be soaking. Well, it is a gash. I know. <laughs> I mean, I've never. I'm just getting something. What do you never. want to call it? A crevasse? <laughs> I want. I want you to go up to your wife, right? Yep. Stand about three feet away. Point directly in her face and say, "See you." I buck you, you hurry. See you, I buck you in your hurry. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> See you, I buck you, you hurry. See you, I buck you, you hurry. No, he's saying, "See, I buck you, you hurrying." Like <laughs> I'm gonna fuck you, even if you're running away. <laughs> I'll fu- I'll get my dick in there. No, no, wait, Full wait, don't do that now, Taylor. No, that's called rape, Taylor. Relax. Oh, well, not in Ireland. <laughs> no, so it's, what I'm saying is the term of endearment. You're making it dirty. Oh, me? Yeah. Uh, well. So it just means like I'm gonna have sex with you. <laughs> no, okay. It basically say it right. I'd fuck you. I'd fuck you. You hurry. You hurry. Oh, Harry. There you go. You hurry you. Oh, you hurry you. You hurry you. Oh, her you as opposed to uh, him you? <laughs> you're, oh, you're a bit, you say, the word is her. Her. Yeah. So I like I'd, I'd book you, you hurry you. It's like saying I'd, I'd fuck, fuck you in the vagina, but not the penis. <laughs> I think. Yeah, like I, I might have sex well, with your vagina. If you're if you're having sex with your wife's penis, something's wrong. <laughs> well, it's 2020, James. We can't rule out anything. I don't think days. you know what we're doing. <laughs> I don't think people know. You know what? You're her. right. I sound corrected. Yeah, Bruce Jenner might get Bucky in the hurry. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna try it, and then if it works, I'm gonna give you all the credit in the world. I'm no, basically... you're gonna try it, and your wife's gonna go. You're fucking way too drunk. Go to bed. She might. <laughs> She's gonna slap you in the face. I like it though. It won't be the first time. Can we? Can we, uh, can we all say it together? Yeah. yeah. We can. Uh, repeat it one more time. I'm pretty drunk, James. Right. You say, "See you." See you. I'd, I'd buck you. I'd buck you. You hurry. You hurry. Yeah. See you. I'd right, buck well, you. You well, hurry. See you. I'd there buck you, go. you. You hurry. That's you it. just graduated. We're coming out. We're we're coming to visit. I'll tell you guys one thing. God told me he's pretty sure he can get me out of this one, but you're <laughs> fucked. <laughs> what movie? Someone. 
What movie? I, I don't even know. I'm, Braveheart. I'm just more impressed. Remember the crazy Irishman from Braveheart? I, Mel I Gibson Braveheart, played the Braveheart. fucking Scottish guy. I know what Braveheart is. And he looks at the Irish guy and he goes, I don't know how we're going to get out of this. Because Mel Gibson is a piece of shit. So we just talked in a regular <laughs> accent the whole movie. And, it, and the Irish guy looks at him and goes, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get out of this. God told me, but you're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> God does. God has a direct line of communication with those Irish. To be fair, what's got to be like the one movie that in a, like the Americans come over, you get Amer- American tourists come over, and you're like, and they just and they instantly know they've watched the wrong Irish movie. Like you know what I mean? They got the wrong idea about fucking Ireland, and and they just. I, I I don't know about movies, but um, the whole time I spent in America. I just had, because I, I worked as a waiter in a country club, okay? And it was filled with old, rich, white motherfuckers. And all they ever asked me was, I in the ra? And do I, have I ever made a bomb? <laughs> so that's, Jesus Christ. Yeah. So that's maybe a minor misconception. That's, I mean, that's the worst thing. I, I don't know if I would ever ask anybody that, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the f- You were hanging out with the wrong fucking people. I, yeah. I, just, I just wish that you had a better response back for them for just like, <laughs> hey, oh, you're American. Do you, are you Harvey Weinstein? Do you, write, do you rape young yeah. actresses? <laughs> like, like, what the fuck? Yeah, but Harvey Weinstein's rapes back then. I could have thrown it in their face. But I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knew back then except everyone in Hollywood. Jesus fuck, dude. Those yeah, are, that's some ballsy ass shit. That's some ballsy ass shit. You should be a, if you were a fighter, James, they wouldn't have taken that shit. You would have no, punched them in the fucking teeth. But also if you were a fighter, you could produce a whiskey that still sucked, even though you're so fucking rich you could have made a good whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> it would suck and the people would love it. <laughs> the people like Conor McGregor's whiskey. Oh uh, well, I don't even. I don't think they like it, but they like. Uh, they like taking a picture with it because they know he'll retweet it. So that's it's true. a handy way to get a retweet. He will do. He will retweet it. That's a fact. Is he near from where you're from, James? Uh, no, not well. He's no, uh, but a maybe like three hours away. So I mean, close, close enough. That's coast to coast. When he Ireland. when he came up and he was going through the whole UFC thing and and really crushing it, how big the buzz got crazy. I mean, that oh man, you you like? I actually I never watched UFC, but when he got into it and he started, because remember when he first got into it, he was really humble and like, oh yeah, he talked about all the law of attraction kind of stuff, and he was. Just about really uh, coming from nothing and from from nothing to something to everything type of thing. Holy shit! Mm-hmm. I, I it was insane. Like the entire country stood behind him, and watching the fights was the most nerve wracking thing ever. When he lost to Nate Diaz, I actually nearly cried. I was on the floor. I couldn't believe it. But so it was it was huge at the time. Yeah, I mean here. 
I had Nate Diaz is Florida. If Nate Diaz was a person, Nate Diaz. Well, Nate Diaz is dumb as rocks. He's just like I'll walk five. Well, well, the Nate Diaz thing will never really go down. It's kind of awkward because their weight classes were so far off. Well, Connor had to boost up to Nate Diaz's. Well, so fighting's weird. Uh, if you're lighter, you can just have no problem fighting somebody heavier. But if you're heavier, it won't count if you're not light enough. Yeah, but Nate Diaz is way heavier than Connor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just way bigger than Connor. But I don't. I mean, how he can just he can take a severe beating. Oh, the dude literally could. His dad dropped him on his head when he was a baby nine to ten fucking times. Don't, don't. But he can fucking take a head on his degree fighter. I mean the the I watched the Conor McGregor uh, Netflix documentary when he came out in me and and obviously the story is everything that you want a story to be right like it seems yeah. like it seems like the story's legit. exactly exactly people want to root for the underdog so you're right when he was when he started it was easy for people to get behind him and it, here in Massachusetts and then you got Boston right around the corner from us well, a, a lot of an Irish state a yeah, very Irish state so right away this whole state got behind Connor and it was just like you, I, I, I mean, obviously, my license the, plate says Fook, <laughs> but <laughs> no, you. I'm not trying to get rear-ended. But seriously, it was wild here, man, and and that's why I say like the accent carries some weight, man. Uh, it would carry me a lot of weight if I tonight in the bedroom, but uh, I don't have the ability to to learn a, an accent that well, fast. You got plenty of weight, PJ. You'll be fine. That's disrespectful, bitch. <laughs> Just kidding. You've been doing the keto diet. He's he's looking slim. I am looking good. You are looking. You look. You always look good. That's true. I'm a handsome guy. All three of us are real handsome bastards. We're gonna har ye in the fucking hooli. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it in the fuck fuck We're the peelers. in the fucking yara up the fucking raw baby. <laughs> up the raw, up the peelers. Oh, up the raw, up the up, peelers. We're gonna get up all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm picking my girlfriend up tonight. The only raw I'm getting up is my own. I'm going to go up the pole, the pillar, and that's it. Back down the pillar, and then back up the pillar. <laughs> James, uh, I got to ask you, um, have you thought about coming over here and doing shows? Oh, man, of course. Well, I'll say this because, right, uh, this, is pro- this is probably talk, like, this, this is probably talking about so much it's almost cliche but obviously Joe Rogan right oh yeah Joe Rogan fucking of that course. guy the man like elevated or I don't know he like created made the LA comedy scene what it is from the from Ireland's perspective no no it's you're like, one James if he has you on your podcast his podcast your life changes that's a fact yeah well from his podcast I've come into uh, to come to know so many comedians that I now love. Um, it's it's like L.A. Even from here is like the comedy mecca. That's where even comedians from here they want to they want to get to L.A. Obviously, we want to create our own scene here. We want to make it. We we want our Irish kind of our our Irish roots. But you, we we at least want to see the comedy store in L.A. because it's, it's so iconic. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. I mean, it's funny you say that because I, I listen to a lot of New York comedians. Uh, Andrew Soltz, um, Dan Soder. I mean, no, Dan Soder's not from um, New York, but uh, uh, Giannis Papas, uh, Chris Stefano. All these guys are all New York comedians. 
And Andrew Schultz is really big time behind these people saying, listen, there's no reason why we can't be the same way on the East Coast as the West Coast is. The West Coast exactly. is it's the a West Coast. Biggie and Tupac, well, right? the West Coast is giving, right? They want everybody to succeed. On the East Coast, they feel like there's only enough laughs for three people. Well, because like, everyone here is a fucking asshole, an arsehole. There's a scarcity mentality, is there, like, in New York? In the, and just on the East Coast, period, you get people thinking if you have a podcast and somebody else have a podcast, they won't listen to yours or listen to the other person's, not realizing or thinking there's enough laughs. There's enough. Yeah, you can listen to everybody. There's enough listens and likes and subscribes for everybody. The problem is laughter is the best medicine, and people don't laugh enough before they get sick. There's enough for everyone. Exactly. There, there really is. I think it'd be great for you to have a podcast. I think that'd be a great way for you to venture off into the American side of things, especially and to see how what kind of steam it builds for you over in Ireland and bring you right to the to the the the, the whole entire United States, States. because. We've had listens in countries that I can't even fucking pronounce. Fucking Slovakia, James. <laughs> PJ can't pronounce it, but I can. I cannot wait to tap into that Slovakian fan base. That's the only reason I'm on. Well, that's why we don't charge money because we don't want I'm the using Slovakians. you guys for the Slovakians. We don't want the Slovak. They're like, oh, we're charging money for the podcast. They're like, oh, we're out. The three listeners of Slovakia are going to be like, I'm like that's a it. nickel is not the same here. But seriously, you should. Adrian from Slovakia. I'm a mid You should really, you should really consider, like I, I, especially where you're at, especially in your first few years. It'd be super dope to to start a podcast, and you know, you you have two guests right away, and sit talking to you right now. That would be the first time, first I'll, ones on. We could tell you everything <laughs> you need to do. I will let you. Too. I'll come on your podcast whenever the fuck you want, easily. And you know I'll, what? I'll, I'll, you start a podcast, we'd come James on yours. Listen. He listened yeah. to episodes before he came on. He said, fuck, you guys are onto something. <laughs> Thanks, man. Put, and I was like, cool. that's so fucking awesome. Well, I'll tell you this. The only reason I agreed to come on is I, I listened to it and I goes, what am I going to be in for? Am I going to, I'm going to hear some philosophical insights, some political, like cutting edge politics. <laughs> and then I seen that you had, which I believe was the actual Bernie Sanders on there last week. And uh, <laughs> talking about Dicks and cocks, and I was like, I've I found my home. <laughs> you, you do. You have a home. He was up the peeler. You got the- <laughs> All right. Speaking of all sorts of anatomical body parts, uh, we'll move into our next segment, which will move into our next segment. So I'm in a mirror at Marshall's the other day, and I have you met uh, a booth. I got a fucking Marshall's like a like a little clothing store like discount bunch of shit. It's not a little like clothing home store. And shit. It's not a fucking. You're, but are, are, basically, James, I'm in the mirror. I'm in a shirt and tie and dress pants, and my dress pants keep falling down. And I figure out I don't have a fucking ass. And oh all God. this time, I've been looking at girls like, "How are the asses? How are their asses?" Not not. I move yeah. my girlfriend now. Her ass is fine, but. Like, I looked at it and said, who the fuck am I to judge when I literally go hamstring to fucking Achilles tendon? It's just a straight line, 10 degrees, straight down. Yeah. I don't have yeah, an I ass. Do, and now I'm like, fuck, I was looking in the mirror. I'm like, I don't have a butt at all. I didn't even know how I shit without a butt like this. How does it even happen? I know. I know. I mean, my dress pants <laughs> are falling down. 
I got him on. I went for belt buckle two to belt buckle three. And so, and I so just what have you concluded? I gotta start squatting. You gotta start squatting. That's all. That's all. The only thing that saved me at this point, and I don't know if that can. No, I th- I think you could be saved. I I think I could get a handicap sticker for how small my ass is. <laughs> I might be able to park closest to Walmart than anyone else. Hashtag get Taylor James an ass. Hashtag everyone in a Walmart cart, like the electric cart, they have yep. asses. Their asses are so big they need to be in an electric cart. Mine is so, so small. So if you could get them to land you some of their ass. This podcast has been brought to you by WalmartCarts.com. If you have a small or large ass, come on down to Walmart and you can ride around <laughs> an electric scooter. <laughs> Hawking style. <laughs> I, I just don't have an ass. PJ, how's your ass? I have actually a pretty good ass. Well, you're Spanish. Of well, I have a good ass. Do. I have a good good thighs. I have a really good, like, sexy figure if I was a female. You look like a Clydesdale from the waist down. Well, it's the years of sports. <laughs> James, how's your ass? I think I've got a, a fairly standard, standard ass. And I wouldn't, it's not like pancake. It's, it, it's a nice, it's a, it's a wee bubble butt. I think it's cute. <laughs> a wee bubble butt. That brings you back to Titanic. <laughs> Draw me like one of your French girls. I got a wee bubble butt. I'm going to dream you up the pillars. <laughs> the most famous line from Titanic, I believe. <laughs> um, mine is like you guys are way better off in life than me I'm already bald but it took me 32, re- two, 32 years to realize I don't have an ass uh, I'm, I'm here to just I'm here I think to... shit just falls out of my small intestine <laughs> I think that the, like it doesn't even have a stopper like I'm the only person on earth who needs a colostomy bag that doesn't need a colostomy bag <laughs> It's just, it's just literally, it's just small intestine to out outside of my body. James Taylor should start do uh, making his own personal sex sex tapes of him just really? having, having sex, and the camera just of of the back of him. That'll and you just see on one, in Japan. you see one crack <laughs> just going back and forth. Yeah, two legs and one crack. Like I'm watching two pancakes slamming into a wall. Yeah. I don't think I could squat two pancakes. <laughs> Which brings me, I want to transition from that into this one. Is uh, doctors in America are warning people not to put potatoes in their ass? I saw that. I don't agree. Would you? Would you say? I thought I said I don't agree. <laughs> Coming from Ireland, he doesn't agree with that. He thinks I'm 50 percent Irish, and I don't agree either. They work great. <laughs> but every month in your ass, and it is none of my business. I, I don't like that people feel like they should be telling others what to do with their own ass. I think that's kind of fucked up. No, if you have to, if doctors are warning you not to put potatoes in your ass, put them in. Put in a hundred. Put them in like a fucking you know hot roast. I feel that uh, that maybe they want us to put potatoes in our ass uh, because any any article that comes out that says like doctors warn you shouldn't put potatoes in your ass, there's going to be one guy who goes, "I wonder what that would be like," and he's going to do it. Well, James, in America, there's going to be 
58,000 teenagers that start the potato ass challenge. Yeah, James, I don't think you, I don't know if you caught this, but uh, um, they were warning Americans to uh, not eat Tide Pods. Um, laundry yep. detergent. That rape, though. Well, here's the thing, though. Those idiots were putting regular potatoes in their ass. I was putting organic sweet fries, <laughs> the waffle kind, in mine, and I've been doing great. <laughs> now, the whole cure was uh, hemorrhoids. If you had a hemorrhoid, that's what it was caused from. It said if you had a hemorrhoid, it, people thought putting – now, they didn't They did know every correct step of how you would do it in the article telling you not to. Which is kind of like if you don't want to like the dare program in America, like kids don't do drugs. And these are the people that look like they sell drugs. And this is exactly how much it costs to buy them. It's kind of the same. Like I left dare program and I knew who to buy weed from and how much it would cost. Like I never got ripped off. Thanks to the the the, the drugs against America. They gave program. you all the tools. Yeah. But here's the problem. People are putting regular white potatoes in. Go with a go with a blue potato. Go with a, a sweet potato fry, more surface area. You can get rid of these hemorrhoids. It can be done. That's Dr. That's Dr. Taylor. Well, the potatoes vegan? <laughs> I put bacon in there too. It doesn't work as well. God. I only have one Hemi, but what's another company? Dodge. Does that thing got a Hemi? That's your ass. We know how his ass is. His ass is fucking, it's going away. It's running down his legs. I already don't have an ass. You think I'm afraid to lose it? <laughs> you, can't, you can't lose what you don't have. You're a man without fear. Exactly. You can take on the world at this point. <laughs> like, I already don't have an ass. I'm willing to take any any risk at this point. Yeah, you're you're actually an advantage. I can't even say it. You're at an advantage. It's, it's zero fear. For, well, for one of you two who does have an ass, you might have something to risk. Me, I got nothing yeah. to lose, baby. Yeah. I'm fucking. You, you can't hurt the the man who's willing to die. <laughs> you're like daredevil. <laughs> 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 All right. That's um. Yeah, my man just said you're just. What's that a segment? What'd you say? Was that a segment? That no. that was a segment. That was a whole ass thing. Was that a, was that us doing a segment? Well, I, I mean, just wrote down "I have a tiny ass." Let's talk about it, and then I followed it up <laughs> with doctors warning people not to put potatoes in their ass, and then okay, I put cool. period. Hemorrhoid cure, period. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> so, what next? I cannot wait. <laughs> James, I'm glad you're having as much fun as us. What uh, what time are we at? About, uh, about 58, so what we can do... I'm going to take a piss, but I'm going to start you guys off on a segment. Um, 36-year-old calls 911 on her parents for shutting her phone off. And that would only be in America. So, so I gotta ask you this: the the, the epidemic yeah. of the, I, the pussification, right? The people as people are getting older, they're becoming softer and and living with their parents longer, apparently. But uh, yep. I mean, 
dude, if you're if you're getting if you're calling the police on your parents for turning off your cell phone at 36, you got you got way more problems than um than your cell phone being off. Yeah, that that that's uh, I think that person needs to be nominated for like uh, for one of the first people to go like in order for to make depopulation. Uh, so we need the ball rolling the depopulation. <laughs> she has nominated herself. You, you just basically we're just gonna we're just gonna start killing people, but we're gonna have to make it a really like the specifications are gonna come down to if you've called the police on your parents for something stupid, you're gonna be on the list first. Yeah, they're gonna be like, okay, come down to the office, we'll sort that out. You got, and, a, uh, you got a potato you could shove in your ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, everything links. Everything comes together. It, it, it's all connected. Listen. Illuminati. I've watched my father. So the, the parenting whole, the James, do you have any kids? I have no kids. All I'm right. only 26. All right. Well, I have I have three daughters. Um, and uh, Idiot. <laughs> I have three daughters. So <laughs> I watched my, <laughs> my, my parents were really young when they had me. They were uh, 16 when they had me, and they're 17. They had by they had two kids by the age of 18. And PJ followed suit and just had one at 19. <laughs> monkey almost, see, monkey do. I was almost 20. But that being said, I I watched my dad get mad at my sister for having the towels in her room and taking her phone and throwing <laughs> taking her phone and throwing it through her vanity mirror. Was a oh towel God. in the room after doing it? Because she kept telling her all the dirty towels are in the room, and it's weird. But I didn't think you guys understand that she literally had all the towels in the room all the time. Everyone's towels. She there was no specific towels. We were did poor. she own a laundromat? No, it only takes so much when it comes to towels. My dad, my I'm dad, not lie. I think your dad was right. Your I would have wrapped the right me- thing. I would have wrapped her mirror, her broken mirror and towels and said, look into that, bitch. Well, I will tell Stop you. taking all the towels. My dad, I could look, see the look <laughs> on his face. I could see the look on his face. That he knew he didn't mean to hit the, the mirror, but it happened, so you got to yep. be tough, right? Oh, your dad broke the mirror. He <laughs> threw her along. That's to do it. Oh, fuck him. Just, you yeah. know, he's got seven years bad luck. <laughs> <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> he, he didn't mean it, but I, what I've learned as a parent when you make a mistake, you have to just own it. Right? Show no weakness. You show yeah. z- zero weakness right away. I show zero weakness with your kids. <laughs> I come over and I tell your daughter she's grounded. And she's like, my parents didn't say it. I'm like, I am your parents, bitch. <laughs> but but fucking give me your phone. But James, <laughs> you have to just own it, right? So I know it's a little different when you're talking about a 36-year-old. But the fact of the matter is, when those cops show up, you just got to... They're gonna because they're gonna show up, right? Because you know they're going to. Can I use this? What? This excuse? I'm 32. I got four more years to use this shit. Sure. I'm gonna call the cops on my dad. I'm like, yeah, my car needs to be paid this month. He's like, I'm, you're 32. I'm not paying your car. I'm like, nine one one, bitch. What's up? Up the peeler. I'm gonna hit you right up the peeler, Dad. Do you guys have Chaitland where you're from? Like a like a cell phone or no? I'm just kidding. It's a it's a phone number you ring. It's called Child sorry Childline. Oh, Childline. So if you're like, yeah, like so if uh, you're dead, your parents are dicks. 
you're in chat lane and get them sent to jail. I think we call it DSS here. Yeah, it's definitely called DSS. And you have to actually like actually abuse them. I've called DSS on PJ and they're like, you're not his kid. I'm like, yeah, but he takes care of me. <laughs> People here prank call chat lane and just make up stories. It's crazy. Yeah, well, they, well, James, they I'd set themselves. They set themselves up for that if they did. If they put that line, of, well, it's called child line. They do, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they do. That's good. All right, what do we got, what do we got next? Uh, we'll end it with a bachelor. So you know the Bachelor, James, that stupid ass American yeah. TV show. They are uh, yeah. making a Bachelor for seniors. It's heading to the network ABC. And I am rock fucking hard already. Oh my god, I love it. I didn't think my dick could be beaten any worse. <laughs> but god damn, when you get me on that episode. I'm gonna <laughs> Meg's be like, what are you doing? I'm like, nothing. I'm watching fucking seventy year old. You know what though? I, I don't mean to, to to break break this down. What granny titties? No, but uh, James, I'm just gonna throw this out there. A while back we deleted a clip from an episode and I know it was graphic and it was about elderly people, but I went down a whole rabbit hole about how I thought there should be some sort of service where elderly people or people, they wanted some sort of sexual activity, but they weren't going to go out there and get it so they can order it. Like uh, you were ordering a wheelchair, like ordering like a a walker. You hit your life alert, but someone comes to fuck you instead of save exactly, your life. Exactly, seriously. Like you're stuck in a bathtub. Dude, that's I a got great you. fucking idea. I'm just saying. Yeah, there's probably already Jap- Japanese. PJ, honestly, that. PJ, I think you're on to something. Well, Taylor made me. James Taylor made me delete that clip. But this is a lot. This is la- like a, like I a thought year it was ago. a little too far reaching. Oh yeah. Well, what detail did you just go into? Were you talking about? Like, well, once I had sex with a lady who was eighty, I was like, you know what? <laughs> Fuck it, we can talk about it. I hit her right up the. You had sex with an eighty-year-old woman? <laughs> no, James, I didn't. I just talked it out of my ass. <laughs> okay. No, but James, you have no ass. You're nothing but lies. Gilfs, more like go 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 gilfs. <laughs> James, I'll tell you where he got. He got. He thought I was going a little too weird, and it was when I. I, I thought. Imagine if you if and now I. It's just not for older people, but I use the older people for example. They didn't. They had very specific needs and they wanted certain things. So they had a checklist of I want this person to do this thing and mash this. my applesauce. That's it. It wasn't crazy. It was just hey, I want to. I want this specific person. I can pick from a menu, basically a menu, right? And you just go on there and you order exactly what you wanted sexually. And he thought that was too graphic. He thought I was being a little too much. Well, this was like, what? Episode like, 25? Like possessions and things like that? Like exactly. Exactly that, James. I thought I was onto something. He ruined my idea. Now we're poor. Life sucks. Yeah, we lost all of our <laughs> sponsors. Because we couldn't talk you about know what? Well, I, fucking. I would actually. I would bet that that exists. Ex- in Japan, I guarantee that's existed for like forty years. <laughs> Those fuckers put squids Every, in their everything you can think of. I I feel like it it's somewhere, and that that is definitely somewhere. Japan, but I, I think it's, <laughs> old old people. Uh, old people. Um, they, they like they won't have sex. They actually do. Old people. 
You know what's I funny is looking at like your grandparents. They haven't got long left. They want to slam. <laughs> they want to slam. They want to slam. They want to slam. <laughs> Here's that's, the thing. That's the line right it, there. It's funny tonight. looking at your grandparents. Like, oh, you don't know anything. Like, how the fuck are we here? Yeah, exactly. They, they like, something. Like, sometimes we do jokes, or sometimes we go to do. It go was ahead. a dry January event, so it was a non-alcohol event in January because Irish people drink so much that we literally have to get government-sponsored events so that people don't drink. And uh, but we have January, dry January, and we did this gig. And we showed up, and the entire audience was old people, and we thought, should we censor the material? But Fuck that because all these old people they've done they've they've fucked. <laughs> they've done every like they've done everything you can think of. They're not original. Everything we've thought they've thought at one point, they they appreciate it and they did. James, in your phone did you just hear that bam 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 noise? No. Oh, an alarm just went off on my phone. And it told me I need to go to the old person's home and pick up the bitch I'm going to fuck tonight. <laughs> PJ looked at me. He was like, what the fuck? And I had an alarm set for 840 at night from like a week and a half ago. <laughs> James, I, I want to touch real quick because when you mentioned the, the set, I remember Taylor went to his show and he had a um, he he was at and the, the host opened up by saying people need to realize that um if you're gonna make a sexual joke, don't feel weird saying in front of the elderly older people because they're the ones who created all the fucking positions in the first place. I made place. a sexual joke. Well, I know, but fuck yeah. But they're the creators. They did it all. They're the originals. I like how they're and they're like, bitch, I can have or I can have a sexual joke. <laughs> hey man, that's an appeal to the old person voice. <laughs> he does a good job. That wow. reminds me of Stanhope. Of what? Jeff Stanhope's. It reminds me of Stanhope's old person voice. <laughs> I've been having my dick hard longer than you were tired. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I feel if there's old people, whoever's in the audience, just say your joke with absolute conviction that it is the best thing you've ever said. Complete confidence. And if you say it with confidence, they'll appreciate it. So we have a bit. We had a guest. Smell and... Go ahead, James. Sorry. Oh, that's all I said. I go just just say what say your jokes, exactly. no matter who the audience is. I, I just say it with confidence. James, uh, we had this guy on, uh, one of a oh, great great comedian, Darren Rivera, was on, and he said to Taylor. Taylor asked him a great question. Said, "Listen, I want to make certain jokes, but I feel like they might miss, or they I I they might look at me weird because you know it might be edgy, too edgy. Should I wait or what should I do?" And Darren said to Taylor, don't wait. Be that comedian so that that's who they know who you are. If you're going to make that type of exactly. joke, make that type of joke. So now I'll start saying yeah. the N-word on stage. <laughs> no, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't I'm do kidding. That. <laughs> I'd fucking never. <laughs> no, but yeah, I, you got to own that, it. That's your advice. What time we at, Peach? Um, sorry? No, no, no. Oh, I was uh, asking Peach what time we're at. But. I think that's the that what you just said, and then what Darren just said is so funny because that's like the comedian thing, and that I think really lets you embrace uh, what you're doing without having fear about offending or hurting other people. Yeah, I've read the, the main takeaway I've kind of learned in the past two years 
is definitely, um, and this sounds cliche, but it's so true, is be as authentic to yourself as possible. Because if you're trying to be just like another comedian, you'll hit writer's block constantly. So be authentic to yourself as possible and just do the material you find funny and do it with confidence. Confidence is key. If an audience sees that you trust the material, they'll trust you and they'll find it funny. Do you trust so me, they Jack? See you <laughs> yeah, man. If they see you hesitating, they'll get nervous. An audience uh, audience member doesn't want to see the comedian feel as much as a comedian doesn't want to feel. You're because right. You're right. The audience. That, that's why all my bits are literally stories that happen to me. Yeah, man. I, I have, I have, I have losing my Virginia mushrooms. I have adopting a liquor store. That's an amazing story. Yeah, it's pretty good, James. I, have I sent you that one? I've never heard that. Uh, I'll send, if Carlos Mencius tries to steal that, I'll fucking murder him. (laughs) (laughs) James, we're coming up to the closing. Um, I, I just want to, I want to get ahead of this and I want to tell you that I appreciate you for coming on. I appreciate you for calling. Even though you started drinking really early, and I know that's uh, little little to nothing in the the Irish world, but um, you were fucking. Oh, it's Friday. I would have been drinking anyway. <laughs> Dude, Seriously, you were though, killer. You you were amazing, but you guys, the audience listening right now, needs to go follow you because when he comes and stays on my couch when he does shows in Western Mass, my couch, <laughs> Taylor's couch. I'm Irish. You're fucking Ecuadorian. <laughs> I'm not saying you're on your corn. Here, I'm coming. You you have you um, we're giving you the open invitation to uh, staying here and and doing as many shows and we will I have no problem letting people know not just our audience but the comedians we've had on the connections we know to get you on the shows in this area I think it would be a fucking great idea I think you need to get the fuck over here and don't visit Florida again come right to Massachusetts yeah don't go to Florida you might die <laughs> you won't die Mass anyway. So so, where do where do we find you, James? You, you Once hate, again, just what's to reiterate. the easiest way to find you? What's your favorite social media to use? My favorite social media is currently Instagram. So at James McKegney. Spell it. That's J A M E S M C K E G N E Y. My accent might have fucked it there for some of the listeners, but. <laughs> If That's they can't crazy. spell McKegney, they don't deserve to listen. I just thought it was cool tell, having you spell your fucking name. <laughs> <laughs> sure, uh, tag me. No, I'm, I'm, James, I'm going to oh, have we're it. we're definitely tagging you. Come when on, I have now. this out, I'm probably edit, editing it tomorrow or tonight, and I'll have it. I'll, I'll tag you on every uh, place I can. Um, if you can just click that. Wait, no, we just tell everybody, click that share button. That's the only way that we get to live these dreams that we hope to live one day. When you're getting James here to do shows or – Getting James to the West Coast to go, you know what? I hope you're fucking on Rogan one day, James. We want to see everybody fucking succeed. I think Rogan. that's awesome. yeah, bro. We're all gonna succeed. We just need orcs. Exactly. We need Taylor to do shows too, right? Yeah, I'm doing. Them. <laughs> I got like nine books. This is our year, bro. Exactly, James. I really appreciate it. I, I wish you nothing but the best. It was great meeting you. I feel like this is not the first time. I mean, this is the first time, but this is not the last time. Fucking love you, We're going to do this, and I, I really, the invitation's here in Western Mass, and Massachusetts, period. Get your ass here. We can get some shows rolling, and maybe, who knows what's, what can happen after that. You got a free that. place to stay anytime you need it, my man. 
I'll take you up on that, and I'll just say that it's been an absolute pleasure hanging with the Bing Bong boys. <laughs> the Bing Bong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, James. Thank you very much, dude. Appreciate it. I know our audience did too. Thanks, guys. Thank you, James, again. And uh, all the people that listen on uh, in Ireland. Episode 73. Let's go. Fucking prestige worldwide. See you later, guys. Bye, James.